And joining us in the PBJ Spotlight today, two podcasting rock stars, Robert Lamb and Joe McCormick, host of Stuff to Blow Your Mind and the brand new podcast, Invention, that was just launched. Robert and Joe, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So the first question I'd like to ask everybody is how you got into podcasting. Oh, well, that's... Robert, you should go first. <laughs> well, uh, basically, I, I uh, joined How Stuff Works as, uh, as a writer. Uh, this was, I guess, 10, 10, 10 years ago. And uh, at the time, the company was just beginning to you know, dip their toes into the, the, the podcasting world. And they basically said, hey, who's interested in trying this out? And um, I just generally make it a practice that if there's some sort of new initiative at work, I, I'll give it a shot at any rate. And so uh, I ended up hosting a uh, co-hosting a podcast called uh, Stuff from the Science Lab, which uh, it turns out the title didn't work all that well because people either came in expecting something harder or lighter than, than the balance we actually delivered. But that show eventually evolved into Stuff to Blow Your Mind, and I'm still here co-hosting it today. Let's see. And I, you know, neither of us actually came from an audio performance background. I started also as a writer. I was writing for a video series that we were doing back in the House Stuff Works days called uh, Forward Thinking. And I, I'd been doing scripts for that video series and they wanted to start a podcast with the show. So I was brought on as one of the hosts of that podcast with uh, my coworkers, uh, who still, of course, work with us, uh, Jonathan Strickland, host of Tech Stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, Lauren Vogelbaum, one of the hosts of Saber, a, a food podcast here. And it was so we did that together and it was a lot of fun, but I remember at the very beginning, I had no idea what I was doing on mic. I, I probably said, uh, for every, <laughs> maybe 10 times for every word I spoke. It was just horrible. But I came to really love what I was doing. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that happened, given how, uh, how terrifying it was at the beginning. But now it's, I wouldn't want to do anything else. So, so how was the chemistry between the two of you when you first started working together on the show? It was good. Uh, basically, what was it, three or four years ago now? Um, yeah, it's been a while. So when I came onto the show, that we had another host, Christian Sager, who came on at the same time. Right. So so basically, my my original co-host co was um, a, a science editor for How Stuff Works, Allison Loudermilk. And then when it was rebranded to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, uh, Julie Douglas uh, joined the show. And so she was my co-host for years and years. Uh, and then uh, uh, she departed that to work on uh, some other podcast projects and is still uh, part of uh, the company here working on, on various podcast projects. But at that point, uh, I needed a new co-host and um, and uh, Joe and Christian both were looking to, to, to work on some content. I had a, a pretty good rapport with both of them. And so they both joined the show and we would switch back and forth. I would do an episode with Joe, then I would do an episode with Christian uh, and so forth. I thought it was actually pretty great synergy between us because for years I had been watching what Robert was doing and I was like, I kind of want to be doing that. Like mm -hmm. he, he was hitting exactly the strange kind of subject matter that fascinates me and that I assume a lot of other people might not have the tolerance for that I, that I would. But like the intersections of technology and religion, uh, the, that, that's exactly what gets me going and – uh, and Robert was, you know, writing blog posts about, I, I don't know what it was, you know, robot mummies and stuff like that. And <laughs> so uh, so once I actually got the chance to come on the show with Robert, I was really excited and it, it turned out wonderful. In fact, I think 
one of the earliest sets of episodes we did was about techno religion. Right. I remember that being the kind of thing I was like, this could actually be done on this show where we could talk about uh, John Murray Spear, the, the spiritualist preacher who wanted to create a robot messiah in the 1840s or 50s. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that, that was yeah, I remember those episodes well. So talk about how cool it is to work for a company where, you know, you really we talk to independent podcasters who were working from their bedroom or trying to get a podcast launched from their closet and what equipment to buy and all that. And here's a company that's that's uh, that's really behind it and it gives you some freedom to do some research, things like that. Talk about, uh, you know, how neat how neat that is for, you know, be able to do it for so many years. Oh, it's fantastic. I don't have to know anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have, to, I have to know what equipment we're using. I have no idea what I'm talking into right now. I, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah. I mean, really, we have, we, we get to work with some very talented, uh, producers. Um, Alexander Williams, Tari Harrison, uh, two individuals we're working with, with now, and they handle all of the technical stuff and gives us the room we need to just focus on content and, and of course, delivery, making sure we have the appropriate levels of caffeine in our system. So, and they are truly, they are truly fantastic as producers. We, we could not do what we do without them. So how do you guys uh, qualify what blows somebody's mind? Well, it basically just has to intrigue us and then sort of uh, – and, and then also we think about the audience. At this point, we, we have a, a pretty good feel for what listeners are looking for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and generally, we don't have to, to uh, rein ourselves in too much. We, uh, we, we just sort of go, go by gut and we keep up with uh, with. with, with current news uh it's coming out of science what is we we look at the journals uh and also we're just if we have something just knocking around in the back of our head we might just think oh well this this is the the time we should finally do an episode say on the ark of the covenant and see if there's anything uh you know sciencey there that we can uh, uh loop into the episode you know i think it actually is best not to pander and not to worry too much about what you think somebody else thinks you should be talking about because mm-hmm. You can hear a podcast where somebody's talking about a subject that they're not actually personally all that interested in, and it's just dead in the water. You, you've got to talk about what you yourself have passion for. And so, uh, so yeah, we, we focus on topics that are personally interesting to us, and hopefully that comes through with the kind of like energy and enthusiasm that we bring to the subject matter, and that gets other people interested. Do you get feedback and suggestions from listeners, and uh, has any oh, yeah. of that helped? Has, has any of that really taken off in a in a, in a show for you? Oh, absolutely. Um, we we try and feature one listener mail episode generally a month these days, where we we actually read mail that comes in, and and it's great because our listeners will they'll they'll ask additional questions about topics that maybe we didn't think about or address. Uh, at, at times, uh, we will of course be corrected. Uh, and, and and more more often than not, they'll just add a level of uh, experience and sometimes professional expertise to what we're talking about. For instance, two great examples. We recently did some episodes on squirrels, which was far more mind-blowing than I think uh, we were even prepared for. And, of course, everybody has experience observing squirrels, at least uh, you know, uh, certainly in North America. And so they wrote in uh, with their experiences to us. But we also heard from quite a few listeners who worked directly with squirrels in, like, uh, wildlife rehabilitation centers and 
uh, stuff like that. You know, so they'd be working with squirrels in some kind of uh, research or rehabilitation capacity, and they had the best stories about, mm-hmm. say, a bird getting loose in a facility, and then a squirrel catching it and eating its face. <laughs> okay, so you 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 come up with a topic like green tea and make that uh, blow somebody's mind. What was what was the research that you put into green tea? Ooh, let's see. I think this was an episode that I did with Christian, and and as, if I recall correctly. Uh, he found one particular angle about, I believe it was uh, sort of xenophobic ideas about the effects of green tea from okay. uh, uh, from from history, and you know that just kind of gives you the, I guess you know it's like climbing or something, you know, it gives you that 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 one little bit of advantage to then say, all right, well, what what else is there? What is the? This gives us an excuse to then talk about uh, just the, the basic uh, drier science of green tea. And, uh, and also look at other uh, historical dimensions of the topic. But also, part of our motto is that the world is so much weirder than you realize moment to moment, day to day. The underlying reality it is almost always mind-blowing if you know how to look close enough. And uh, so almost any topic, I won't say any topic, but almost any topic can truly be fascinating if you're willing to dig deep enough to think hard enough uh, to ask the, the strange questions that people wouldn't normally think to ask. Did you ever come up with a topic that you published as a show that turned out to be a dud? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've done shows that are better than others. Yeah, I mean, I, there have probably been some cases where I would say that sometimes space topics, as, as amazing as space exploration is, there have been times in the past where it's it, it's maybe a little more difficult to relay the subject matter to listeners just because it in it, words in words because it is so impersonal uh, sometimes. Um, but then again, we've had some 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 really fun topics about say black holes, uh, but black holes are kind of the superstars of uh, of, uh, of the universe. So. Uh, that, that worked in our advantage for sure. So, so who's listening to the show, and approximately how many do you have each episode? Oh man, I have not checked our numbers recently. I uh, this is I'm another... embarrassed. I should have a better answer to that. That's <laughs> the kind of thing we've looked up in the past that I don't usually keep in mind. Yeah, we've been so busy, especially right now, just getting through the holidays and uh, banking episodes uh, that we haven't been uh, personally paying as much attention to the metric, which, again, is one of the, the benefits of working for a company uh, where we have other individuals who um, have their, uh, you know, their finger on the pulse here. I think last time I checked, it looked like we were getting around three and a half million downloads a month like uh in october wow. or something but um uh but yeah I, I can't i can't vouch for that number yeah and i think it's uh what about the big ballpark is what 100 million downloads to date i think that's uh that's oh, okay. a figure that is uh, frequently cited so, uh, so you can those... see how you can see how on top of the business we are <laughs> <laughs> so those listeners are from you know all different backgrounds all all different jobs it's not just a science listener it's it's more than that we hear from a really diverse cohort of people, at least the people who choose to write in. I, I know that's a subset and it probably doesn't represent the whole, but uh, at least among the people who write in, yeah, we, we hear from everybody. We hear from a lot of artists, actually. Very mm-hmm. often people say that they're, you know, they work in, in arts or sculpting or, or crafts or knitting and stuff like that, and they say they listen to us while they work. We also hear from just tons of people who you know, work normal jobs and listen to us in the car or while they're doing spreadsheets or whatever. Yeah, it, it seems like people all over and definitely all over the world. 
And, and you guys don't really pay close attention to the length. I've seen 45 to an hour 37. Well, it's a, so recently we've been trying to do a little better about keeping it to an, to an hour. Uh, and that's both, it's both a, like a, like a listenership issue. Like we don't, we don't want people to, to really feel like the, the, the show is a slog. Oh, no, no, maybe not slogs the, the word. But I, I know that people have, for instance, those that commute. You know, you're, you probably have a certain amount of time, and probably an, an hour of podcast is a good ideal. But then selfishly for us, there's this realization that, well, if we do a two-hour episode, couldn't that just be a part one and a part two? Uh, and then we can maybe get through the week a little easier. We have Because ultimately we only have so much time and so much mental energy to, to, to put into the, uh, the episodes for a given week. Well, speaking of that, you guys launched Invention. What what is that? Uh, you know, how is that going to be different than uh, than the first one? Well, uh, obviously, it's a different subject matter. So we're going to be looking at human creations there, and I think we're trying to bring the same kind of curiosity and you know the, the weird question motivation to inventions that we bring to scientific topics. So we're not just going to be looking at the straightforward biography of, you know, who invented this and and how it was invented, though, of course, we are going to look at that. But we like to, whenever we can, figure out what's the stranger question about this invention, like how has it influenced human culture in ways that people might not expect? Uh, What are the, you know, what are the things that may have come before, inspired it, that people never would have thought of? Uh, we're always trying to bring something new when we can. Like, for example, one of our first episodes of Invention, we actually looked at the guillotine, mm-hmm. and we discussed uh, how, how the invention of the guillotine may have affected people's views about about life and death and the value of life. Yeah, and another aspect of it, too, is just like, it's not only like who invented it or, or what uh, – or, or even what time period in, in ancient history came out, out of, but but questions of like, but why now? Why this particular individual? Why this particular culture and not another? What what was it about this time and place or individual that made them put the existing pieces together into this new way of doing things, this new technology? So outside of how stuff works, give me one or two of your favorite podcasts that you listen to and why. Um, well, for me, I'd say some of my favorites. Oh man, there's a there's ideas, which is a, a CBC radio show that uh, that I really adore. Um, they, they put out so many different uh, fascinating topics that cover you know, history, current events, politics, philosophy, uh, a little bit of science here and there. That's probably one of my my favorites. And uh, I, I also have been really enjoying uh, Code Switch. Uh, uh, the NPR podcast that talks about uh, about race and culture and, and and also a fair fair amount of history. Uh, that's that's been one of my favorites on, on long drives recently. Uh, I've really appreciated a lot of history podcasts. Obviously, I love uh, you know a, a big favorite of everybody's is uh, Hardcore History, which is you know almost mm-hmm. more like audiobooks uh, with, with Dan Carlin. That's great. I really enjoy. Uh, you must remember this with Karina Longworth, which is about Hollywood history. I think she does a, a fantastic job with that, and that's a, a subject that I'm sort of interested in. We're, Robert and I are both sort of fans of uh, B movies, and we end up threading discussions about trash cinema into a lot of our, our science conversations. So, um, why do you guys love to be podcasters? Well, I, I kind of feel like the luckiest guy in the world getting to do a job like this. I mean, it's literally 
a job where I get to spend my time thinking and writing and talking about the weird stuff that personally interests me, the kind of stuff that I would be reading about and writing about in my spare time if, if I wasn't doing it for my job. So, uh, yeah, I feel incredibly fortunate to have a job like this that, uh, that, that I can, especially, <laughs> I feel, I feel most fortunate in the times when I get to dive into topics that I feel like almost nobody would care about unless I gave them a good reason to. <laughs> uh, for, for me, you know, I, I'd say it's, 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 it's much of the same thing. It's about like having the freedom and the incentive to engage in these topics and to, to, to write and research and, and also to have, uh, I mean, sort of free reign in what we do. I mean, we're very fortunate in that, that nobody's, Nobody's coming along and saying, "All right, hit this, hit this topic. Here are your, you know, talking points for the week." Uh, no, we, we we pretty much have free reign to explore whatever we want, and uh, and then of course just getting to connect with with listeners as well. Uh, that's that's always a joy. So, what advice do you guys have for uh, for other folks that are interested in becoming podcasters? Uh, not everybody, uh, you know, will, will get the chance right off the bat to work for a great company like yours. Maybe eventually they would, but. Uh, what advice could you give them to get started and, and stick with it to the point where they're successful at it? Focus on what you're passionate about. Your, your subject matter should align with the things that you care about and have a natural enthusiasm for. If, if you're trying to talk about stuff that you don't actually care about, it's it's probably not going to work. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you, you've got to you got to have your, your passion uh, in line for it. And, and that's realizing, too, that there are just so many different types of, of, of podcasts out there. Uh, like I remember when, when I first started podcasting, I think all the podcasts I listened to were, were musical in form. Uh, so when, when, when people were saying, oh, we're doing, we're doing the, the, these podcasts, it was kind of like a switch for me to start thinking about podcasts uh, as talkies, I guess, instead of just uh, uh, you know, musical experiences. Yeah. I'd say from personal experience also, uh, I would say don't don't sand down your edges. Uh, be yourself and be weird in the way that you are weird. I think people actually respond quite well to that. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the, the, the strengths of our show. I think it's one of the reasons people keep listening to us and, uh, and keep coming back is that uh, we're, we're, we're honestly ourselves uh, and we, we lean into that on the show. So, what are your thoughts on the podcasting industry as a whole? There's, there's been a, you know, a, a lot of news about podcasting over the last year. We launched a brand new publication just for, for podcasting. There are others that have launched, and uh, the revenue seems to be moving that way. What are your guys' feelings overall about uh, how the industry is is going? I obviously I, I like it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm all in favor of there there being being more uh, more investment in podcasts, more. Um, uh, advertising possibilities, more marketing possibilities, and uh, you know it also it opens up, it, it makes room for for new ventures in podcasting, even in a company uh, like ours. Even though we've been doing stuff to blow your mind uh, for so long, and the the product ha- hasn't really changed that much, and and likely will not uh, change. You know, we're going to stick to the, the format we're doing, but it, it it gives us the opportunity to try other ventures on the side uh, within the company. Yeah, I, uh, I feel pretty good about the state of the industry. I uh, again, I'm not I'm not the biggest business guy. I'm not going to pretend to be uh, that person. But from what I know, it, it, things seem to be looking good. And um, I do wonder about about different sort of uh, revenue models in the future. Like if if podcasting is going to remain 
mostly ad driven or if you're going to have more kind of uh, like subscription based audio content services in the future. Uh, I mean, certainly you already have that in, uh, as uh, as with audiobooks, like they're audible and stuff. But yeah, I wonder about that kind of thing. But overall, I I feel good about the industry, and it's a, it seems like a good place to be right now. On the uh, the what you mentioned about the ads, what do you guys feel like works best for uh, an hour long podcast? Uh, one of the big uh, knocks against radio is that I mean, there's just so many commercials playing uh, dur- during an hour that uh, it's driving people away. What's the right number? And where should they be in a podcast? Ooh, well, well, right now we're doing what uh, a pre-post and two mids. Yeah, and that I mean, who knows? Somebody could come along tomorrow and say, actually, the new standard is three mid rolls, and I don't, you know, I, I'm not sure that we could object too much if that's what we had to do. But like right now, that really feels like a good balance uh, for an episode this length, and uh, I think that. I think most listeners that understand like, the necessity of having those those ads there, and also the more that they are in our voice, and then they're they're not some sort mm-hmm. of um, you know obnoxious uh, radio TV style ad. Not that all radio TV ads are obnoxious; some are quite captivating. But as long <laughs> as they're uh, they're they're not obnoxious, I think people uh, are cool with it. Well, I, I don't know what you guys think about this, but as a listener, I think the most uh, annoying thing is when you get. Re- jacked up about listening to a podcast and then the first thing you hear is an ad a pre-roll uh, yeah <clears throat> well uh, specifically i would say the the ones that get me are when it seems like the content is about to start and the host is there talking but then they start doing the ad read that that one always really like slows me down when you have sort of the front loaded ad reads like hey i'm here i'm here to do the podcast but first 15 solid minutes <laughs> right. of any kitchen companies <laughs> Well, guys, any final thoughts before I let you go? I know you're doing a lot of work. I know you have a lot of things to do. Uh, no, I mean, uh, just uh, thanks for the opportunity to talk today, uh, and uh, it, it's been fun chatting. Yeah, and, uh, you know, obviously we uh, we encourage uh, anyone who hasn't listened to our show to, to check out Stuff to Blow Your Mind, to check out Invention. Uh, Invention has launched. Uh, there are only a handful of episodes out, but it's going to keep publishing once a week uh uh, publishing every week on Monday. Stuff to Blow Your Mind comes out twice a week with a rerun, a vault episode, we call it, on Saturdays. And obviously on every platform available where podcasts are available. Oh, yes, every oh, one yes. of them. Great. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Appreciate it. All Thank right. You. Thanks for having us.